morning time. The only thing about we didn't record late this week. We did it in the morning. We were trying to aim for a Thursday because it's Saturday morning. Now. We were trying to aim for a Thursday night recording, except I got delayed at work. Well, we did do a few. We've done that for a couple of weeks in a row, which has worked out nice. Because it frees up your Saturday, doesn't it? Um, it does. But sorry, I just can't let like you've got what? your cup of go- <laughs> little horse drinking oh, yeah. from your cup of coffee. That's not by design. Um. But yeah. yeah, we decided that because you worked late and we would have been to be fair, I had a headache I on did, Thursday yeah. and, and I always feel like you're never quite as good on You've form to, when you're like... It's better to not do it if you're not feeling yeah, it. Yeah, if you're not feeling 100, because I did that on that Poison Water episode, I didn't feel great and I, you could, I listened to it and you can tell. Yeah, you felt minging. I didn't... Yeah, you can tell I'm like, I'm just not, I'm just not on form there. So. so here we are, Saturday morning, and I've got the old Barry White voice on again. I always sound, I think I, f- I sound slightly deeper. Doesn't everybody Ooh. in the morning though? Yeah, but you've you, not, you've you not don't now. Your voice has recovered. You've so not you like normal. exercised your vocal cords. No, I can hear the difference in my voice. Yeah, there's a bit of a croaky. Not just me. It's a bit of a croak to it. So people like the Apocalypse cast, the Apocalypse Now series, Resurrected. A few people have asked for... Um, Some more of them, so that's what that's we're gonna good. do. Yeah, yeah. I've so hopefully linked good that well. way that people enjoy those because obviously they're a bit they're fun. They're 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 like I was a bit difficult to yeah you know, yeah yeah. They're not organize. not difficult, not difficult to organize, but, but it's because it's through it's, it's, it's more through of Facebook a the um, uh, Facebook uh, phone call. What's that? What's that called? <laughs> I don't know. Messenger. <laughs> no, that's the me- that's what you type, isn't it? Yeah, but I think you can use that to also video that, call. Even that's it, video call. No. Audio, call. audio call. You just ring each other on Facebook. It's as easy as that. But it, for some reason, sometimes you know it's like you get the older. Uh, sounds like a rapper talking, doesn't yeah. it? So, but we'll do more of them. Someone on Twitter said I was going to write their name down. Fuck, I forgot. Sorry. Oh well. Do it next time. Yeah, we'll do it next time. Do so it on the Apocalypse Cast. And also, next one. yeah, yeah, we'll give you a shout out on that. And also, we, we were going to record this afternoon, but we can't because it's going to be a video meetup in RFE Top Secret Classified. So you may, if we can get this out, what time is it now? It's nine o'clock. And that was that meetups at like three, is it something like that? Don't Some, can't remember. So that you may. I'm sure we can look. Hear this and then get into that and say hello. Some people will, but um, if you listen to it in like a year, don't bother. Don't bother because we won't be doing it. It's only finished. if you listened immediately. Yeah, within <laughs> within the like hour of us posting six it. Hours and thirteen minutes from. Well, now. no, because they're not. We won't post it now, so it's going to take. So by the time <laughs> they actually now, post it and they can listen, <laughs> yeah, it'll be like an, an hour. <laughs> Oh dear. You know what I was thinking for next week, right? Um, I think we should give away a one of each mini El Yucateco instead of a, a big one. Instead of a big one. Right. What's, what do you reckon about that, man? Because that's that's like a, a smorgasbord of teco for people. Yeah. It's not quite the full family tree. Five bottles. To be fair, we've got we've we need to um, get some more of the bigger bottles because we kind of we've only got a few left yeah. anyway. So yeah. I mean, we've got we doubled up on them. We did, and <laughs> to be fair, we've got like probably like so much uh, stuff to you. At like. least a few months worth of giveaways still, but yeah, with the little loads. ones as well. Yeah, yeah, we'll do. But that. I think I think what flavors we got there. Uh, off, so off it's all the head. five yeah. habanero flavors. So it's um, we've got the red, the green, green. the Caribbean, Teco black, Teco black, and triple X. So all it. of the so the only ones that are, are missing are this the like jalapeno 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 and chipotle chipotle <laughs> <laughs> the jalapeno and chipotle flavors oh dear me dear me uh. <laughs> I say it every week words are hard words are hard they are hard but they're if they're easy if you write them so if you go onto oh you could take a wonderful hot sauce on Instagram and tag us in a post 
that's really helpful for the giveaways because that way we can see uh, our name on their feed and we know that it's from one of you guys and yes. that, that way it puts you into um, into the running yeah any if you just just anytime you on El Yucateco or retro vague our sponsors yeah if you it's not hard if you tag us so Ro- robots just, rise yeah. podcast in any of those comment sections on You're either in Instagram or Facebook you will always get noticed for that and that Yes. Puts you in the running for either winning that weekly giveaway or winning the Stick, sticker, a sticker pack. pack. You, yeah, that's end, how that's how we see. So if you could do that on on El Yucateco, that would be brilliant um, because uh, they are an amazing company who have uh, helped drag this podcast out of the doldrums and yeah. make it look some some form some, of uh, somewhat, somewhat professional <laughs> by get, giving us stuff to give away. Yeah. God knows what they're seeing us, but they do. And also another company that sees something in us is uh, Retro Vague. Uh, and we've got a Retro, retro Vague. I need to say a wet, wet, a Retro Vague. <laughs> we've got a winner this week. Um, we do. Well, it was, was Retro Vague, I think. Yeah, yeah we, it's Retro yeah, Vague yeah. giveaway this week. And yeah. that winner is... Mark Ashby, um, well yes, done, Yes, Mark, you did everything to the <laughs> letter. He's like, I did everything right. Please make, please w- let me win. <laughs> Mark's always, again, he's always on there commenting. And he, a lot of people, even when they do win, they, they still like... They, yeah, I mean, that the thing is, like, what's great about, uh, you know, the listeners is is that... Well, you guys, yeah, people yeah. listening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that, you, you know, even when you win, you still comment, like, troopers. And yes. you still, like, go on there and, like, support us. So it, yeah, yeah. It's massively appreciated. I that think you do we're that. gonna have to start like doing every like spot giveaways for people that have already won competitions. Yeah, I feel like to make you <laughs> there's probably that. yeah. I mean, it might get to a point where we like start rotating and like you know people who've already won will win. I don't think else, so. I don't think so. I, I've I don't struggle to pick people that I don't struggle to pick people at all. Oh I just no, not at all. But if I, mean, I, if I see someone loads of people, if I see someone that's won already already won some stickers, say, but they're still yeah, like they a mad, like a and I'm like, well, then they deserve a full it. Giveaway, yeah, and then yeah, they win, totally. and then they keep and they keep doing it. Um, so um, yeah, you've won, Mark, you've won the uh, retro vague giveaway. So uh, and obviously, people go and check out at the retro vague on Instagram um, and the retrovague.com. and you can also use code robots, which we keep forgetting to mention, for ten percent off. Um, and that's uh, I think it's a off your entire order, yeah. So off your entire order. If you order like say, yeah, a jumper and a t-shirt, it's not just like ten percent off one of the things. And winter's coming, so you want to get a couple of jumpers. Winter's coming for sure. Oh, today is rubbish. It's terrible. It's we're like just looking at the weather forecast. Dark. We're like, mm, and looks like we're doing indoor drinking today. Yeah, all for the last like f- week, it's From just been like constantly raining, and and it's so dark today. It does and like just dreary and depressing england it's like proper winter. october in england well we were sitting last night we were sitting in front of the tv as everybody's doing in these neck of the woods at the moment because you can't really do anything a, a fuck all else I well you can, you can you it can slashing t- it down with rain it was pitch black it's getting cold like to the point where we're like oh god heating's got to come on i gotta fire up the log burner and we I just did fire that up last week. Six more months of this, and but it's not even. You properly always <laughs> do this. You're like, as soon <laughs> as it hits, as soon as you get to early September, you're like, we're when's, when's summer? When's yeah. summer? When we get when's yeah. summer starting? It's not. Yeah, not uh, until another. We've only just finished the summer, so you've got a good long while to wait before we get to another one. I know. Um, we were, I do? think we were pretty lucky this year. Like it was amazing. August, it, amazing. May. Wouldn't say they were amazing. June, they, were good. they were. They were. For oh, yeah. August, for April and May they were amazing. They were hot and dry for quite a fair amount of time. June, meh. July, <laughs> meh. 
But August, September, pretty good. Yeah, but that's the thing. We get such a small, a small area, a small period a of time. Small where area. <laughs> where a small little. There's only a little I small area in the garden that I gets meant, the summer. What I meant to say was short, <laughs> but I went no. I'm going to double down and keep going small. A small period of time in the year where we have summer in England. What a fucking sentence that is. Uh, so when you lose, like ah, uh, you know, June was a bit crap. So was July. That's like. To, well, Nearly yeah, I mean, a, there was... A three quarters of your summer. They, I mean, June gone. was... I think June was pretty shit. July was fine. But, I mean, come on. Usually we only get, like, one month that's decent or, like, a week's worth of days that are decent. Like, no this cares. year was good. Everyone's it was like, good. We don't care. It, we, people who live in hot countries, no? Where they get sun at some sunshine every day. They're like, oh, fuck, I'd love a bit of rain. Bikes to all that. But you know, come and live in England and you're like, fuck the rain. Uh, <laughs> it's just that for me it's the prospect of of darkness and dark mornings, dark mornings early darkness yeah like i'm well. struggling like to get out because at the moment i'm still working from home so it's dark it was woke up this morning it was like eight and i was like and i'm just like it, in the summertime i'm like yeah i'm getting up at half six and i'm like being really productive and doing all this stuff before i have to start work in no, the winter, you hibernate, she stores like peanuts in her mouth. You can <laughs> see her sometimes burying acorns in the garden <laughs> this time of year. I'm like, nah, I just want to I just want to be... So I, I get out of bed at like quarter to nine and just quickly oh, like throw on some like eyebrows and then, you know, hey, I'm here for work. Look how fresh-faced <laughs> I am. Throw on some eyebrows. What does that even mean? Well, my eyebrows are like blonde as fuck, so you can't see them without help. I They're mean, there, but they need help. You've got like a, was it Cruella de Vil? Is that oh, I went and had my hair done, yeah. <laughs> and I've got like a bit of a Cruella de Vil sort of blonde bit at the front. Yeah, man. Which, because the thing, yeah, I mean, no, I'm like a boy with everyone in my hair, but it was like, <laughs> a, it was a bit multi-tonal, so she's fixed it. <laughs> I just had to say that because it was obvious in the light when I was looking at you. Uh, also, please go and check out um, SK Apparel, uh, Psycho Apparel. That's um, Apparel. Apparel. What is that? The wrong word. <laughs> it's not. But it's apparel. What's what I'm saying? You go it? Apparel. <laughs> that's just the. W- Look, you see the thing is the podcast. Chipotle. Chipotle. No, no. no, no. <laughs> pronunciation. This is the thing, right? The podcast that we're going to do today. Um, is you're responsible for a lot of it. A damn oh bully. You're a bully. I love, I love that. You bully people. I love that he makes his podcast my responsibility. No, no, it's not your responsibility. You're going to be, you're responsible for creating a lot of the topics in this, a lot oh of the, the people for being a damn is bully. That, is that, I'm not a bully. You were just bullying me there. <laughs> Everybody heard it. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, he gets us on all our social media. He's sensitive, everybody. I am, actually. Very sensitive. I've got a crime eye at the moment. Okay. Um, you can get us wherever you can find us. Uh, I'm sure you figured that out. And RFE Top Secret Classified, join that. That's um, the Facebook group for, by the listeners, for the listeners. Uh, and also there's going to be a video chat in there later, but I doubt you're going to hear this in time, so ignore that. And if you can be bothered and you're a long-time listener of the podcast, um, please drop us a review on whatever platform you're listening to. And talking of platforms, why not go on podbelly.com yeah. and have a have a smooch around the uh, the network tab there and you'll be able to a find... smooch. Yeah. A smooch around. You'll be able to find quality podcasts such as Nerds on Topic and Hillbilly Horrors. And they also have an educational section for you to click a tab and find out how to create your own podcast and it be as good as this. Can well, you even imagine that? To be fair, you get... Quite a few people saying, don't you? Oh, yeah. I want to start a podcast. And it's like, just do it. Like, just, it's really just do not, it. it's 
not the biggest expense in the world. Like it does cost to begin the with. Hardest, but the hardest thing about doing a podcast is just doing it's it. It's just doing it and finding, because I remember you saying for ages before you were like, I want to start a podcast. I want, because you listen to a lot and you're like, oh, and for, for months and months and months, you just didn't do it. Well, for a year, even maybe. It was over a year. I bought the gear and I was like, I haven't got a fucking clue. And you then didn't do it. You had like, the stuff, even. You didn't even do it. And then all of a sudden it was like, nah, I'm just going to do it. I didn't have the full stuff. I didn't have, uh, I didn't have everything. I, f- I said to myself, if I just buy like a podcast recorder for like 300 quid, it will force me into you don't doing need, it. <laughs> the thing is, yeah, like the, it, the podcast recorder we have is like a decent one. You There's don't have many to spend, ways of doing this. You don't have to spend that you do much money. You do it yeah. on your phone. Like, just get it going. Like, you never know. You, you know, everyone has a set of people and an audience that are interested. <laughs> I don't regret starting one at all. Mm. I'm a, I think to myself a lot. Imagine if, 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 if it didn't. Imagine if we just bumbled on doing fuck all. Yeah. Like... Be a well. That's the thing. Then way, you'd be then way better. We wouldn't know all the cool people we know this from through through way the better podcast. way to like you know live your life because it's like it is a big part of, of it can't not be when it's yeah. I mean, it requires work and a lot, and, and then, then you know. But you, if you if you're willing to put in the time, is worth it. Yeah, um, no one cares about us. So <laughs> do all that. Check everybody out. And uh, you say <laughs> that, but I think there are some at least at least four people well, who to care me, about us. To me, it's just, that's nonsense. Um, um, you know, let's go on with the pod. I don't know what to call this podcast. Um... I was going, I was thinking like killer children, killer kids. I still don't know. Oh, I did know what you were doing. Oh, did you? How did well, you, know you that? T- yeah, because you Sneaking told me. Sneaking at my notes. Oh, I told no, you. No, you told me ages ago and I forgot momentarily between. Ages ago? Yeah, you were like, that's. Well, you told me like when I was doing mine last week, you were like, I'm going to do that. Yeah. On one of our walks or something, you told me and I was like, oh, you're cool. And then forgot. Killer, I, like, I I've not. I thought, oh, I don't have no idea what you're doing today, but I actually did. Killer children are fucking disturbing. I mean, like, I suppose anyone that kills is obviously <laughs> disturbing. But these, some of these children, man, they are like mini, like mini serial killers. Like, you know, you get like fucking what, whoever, pick your, pick your crazy killer that like puts bodies in different positions and like fucks with the police and stuff. These kids do that. They do that exact same thing. Exact same thing. Like some of them like go and speak to the police and play games with them. You're like, mate, you're ten. Where does that come from? Do you think they know anything? Like, how do they? I mean, is that like an inherent um, sort of misunderstanding no, of well like what's right and wrong? Yeah, I mean, or do you think it's just like, fuck it, I'm a little crazy killer? When you say killer kids, are we talking like teenagers or like five year olds? Some, are, some, are, some are. Well, I'll go from I'll go from the uh, the lowest part of the spectrum, then through into like, t- and then you get into the teenagers. Because teenagers, boring, I feel like, adults. yeah, they're basically they're not adults, but they're what you do know closer to adults than like <coughs> children. I think. Yeah, what you do notice in the, in the teenagers is the um, the style of killing changes it becomes more more uh, aggressive. So, so we're kind of talking chucky today aren't we well there is a kid that i think looks like chucky a lad called eric smith we'll get to him later on but um yeah when they get to like i say like when they're young really young it tends to be shooting unless you get like because they're easy to handle aren't they kids like a kid is not going to beat an adult to death it's just not oh well happen. yeah in terms <laughs> of strength to like you and know they're not going to out 
outwit you probably and they're not going to outstrength you so so you could end up just like picking them up you'd be so like stop attacking like me you little shit stop it I feel like it. they have to like Grab sneak it ankles, up on you and you're like you know, or shoot you shoot you in from the back or something <coughs> unless you're like a, like a or mad shoot you from afar where you can't really stop them or, yeah. or or outwit you know outstrength them when the, t- when the, t- the, uh, the victim is bigger than the child it's gunshot but when it's um, that's when you're under a teenage say like less than 14 or 15 mm. if you're less than that it's if uh, the victim is younger than them, it tends to be like strangulation, and that's the way it goes. But anything older, shoot them. Shoot them. Yeah. Well, <laughs> obviously, if you can, you know, if I was to become a serial killer, and you know, which uh, I won't, but if I did, I'm pretty small. I'm not very strong. So I. What would you be? What would would you be like? What would your serial killer name be? And what would oh, your method? Know. And how would you do it? Would you be like a poisoner? Or would you want to be get like? Uh, well, I'm not. Sh- I'm not sure because. Like you say, like if it was someone... Like the blowjob killer. <laughs> the blowjob killer. Just like, let, I give them a blowjob, bite the dick off and let them bleed to death. Oh, jeez. <laughs> that, there you go, that's the, <laughs> the blowjob Yeah, killer. if I was a girl, I'd, get, I'd lure men to bed and then tie them up and, that, and then just But you're them. not a girl, though, are you? No, I'm not. So that's a mute <laughs> point. So anyway, yeah, If but if, if in terms of strength and stuff, if I was to try and kill a big bloke... Yeah, it would have to be something like stealth, you know, like poison or yeah, yeah, like you, you sort of use you know using a lure or something, get them into yeah. bed, get a false sense of security, and then like stab them or, or a hammer whilst they're asleep, but or a ha- hammer them to death. Yeah, when once they feel comfortable, stab. Yeah, but I think if I was if it was someone smaller or a child or something like that. I, you know, not that I would, but you know, this, this is just Jesus. hypothetical. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah so you can do all sorts of things. You can out, you can out strengthen them. I know, I know a couple of a couple of girls who I train with who would, if they were to become serial killers, they would just yeah, fuck well you up regardless yeah, of, of what, like, fuck any man up. They're, they're be trained like, in in martial arts, martial so arts is, yeah. that's different. Like I'm, you know, if you're talking. M- Standard person who becomes like me, who's probably a bit pudgy around the, you know, the the middle and not very, not very like agile. Uh, You got to, you got to think smart about what you're doing. You can't like if I was, you know, one of your like friends who's super, you know, stealth and like amazing at martial arts. And well, yeah, you could just strangle people to death really easily. It's like because like you just because you can outwit them like with every move you make. Yeah. Whereas I don't know any of that shit, so... <laughs> I suppose, like, it's easy to handle a child unless you've got, like, a really super strong child. Like, I mean, do you watch... Um, and I'm not dissing people with autism at all. I used to train with a lad who, who, who was autistic, and he was a, he was only 15, and I used to be like... Yeah, the thing is, Because he's 15, and I'm, like, a man. Sometimes I'll, autism... Strong as fuck! Gives battered me! Yeah, they're, like, they struggle, struggle with social, like, you know, socially, but... Actually, yeah. you know, they can be oh, right. super intelligent. Well, they are. And, spe- you know, especially in like, a, you yeah, know, yeah. like that but Rain Man film where he's like, you, can, you know, well super, super good at like counting some, like have mad photographic memories and can like play the piano and like a fucking boss in like a year. Yeah, just because incredible people because of their, because the way their mind one, there was that Louis, Th- Louis Theroux I think it was called Tough Love and there was um, I only say it because there was a lad in it a teenager I think he was a teenager young lad and he, but he was big lad and strong uh, obviously he suffered from autism and his, if he went fucking mad there's I mean his mum's not stopping him you know what I mean yeah <laughs> some children so, some, can some, fuck some you up some kids that like 
from you know that develop early so i suppose you could get like a 10 year old kid that would suddenly like become massive and strong and tall like you can get some like i I remember i used to go to school with a kid who um you know and when you're like in middle school you kind of go through that awkward phase of like you know transitioning from like a young kid to like older kid but this guy i swear to god in like year nine so you probably like Four, 13, 14, something like that. He had like a full on beard. Oh, there was always and one. And he was like yeah. six foot. And there was you're a like, lad at my school called Mark Wright, and he had like a beard like I've like, got now. Like, yeah, like a proper, not just like a little bit of fuzzle. He always give me like a five when he'd go fuzzle and get your It's like a full on man beard. Yeah, like, and overnight that happens. Like the w- There's like the girls that just all of a sudden like had boobs overnight, and you're like, how did that happen? Mine took like 14 years to grow. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> So um, I'll um, I'll start with the youngest child murderer on record that I could find. There's probably more, and it was a um, a Saudi Ara- Saudi Arabian lad, and his ID's being kept secret because he was so young. How old do you reckon he was when he he did this? Youngest, yeah, you've five? got he was four. Four. Yeah, because like lower than that, if you get like three, well, you're like you mm, you're just like a little uh, ape running around. Yeah, you don't really know do what's not going really on. Yeah, like you can barely even like properly string a sentence together when you're three. Even yeah. when a four, four, some four. four-year-olds aren't necessarily fully well, he, functioning, kid. speaking humans by that point. But this so. kid could string a sentence together because he ended up shooting his dad dead over like a PlayStation because he was like, "I want a PlayStation." His dad was oh. like, "Calm down, mate. You're four. You can't have a can't yeah, have a PlayStation yeah. yet." He got undressed to get in the shower. His dad did, and he put his pistol on the bed. As you do. Oh, well, as you do. Well, I mean, I tend to put mine in on the bedside cabinet. I feel like cabinet, that's... But yeah, and the I kid just like picked it up and blasted him. Went yeah, bang, that, bang, bang. that's his own fault. Leave a fucking pistol on the bed. It's not what his the fault. Fuck? It's his kid's fault. It, yeah, but come on. Like, that kid would not have killed him do unless you th- do you think he left his pis- his own pistol on the bed. True, You true. don't do that. You Especially with a child around. Do he could have shot that, himself. But do you? Yeah, he could have done exactly. It's irresponsible. Gun ownership, that is. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> fucking hell. Do you think that that child knew what he was doing, though? Because f- four, and to no. blast your dad over a PlayStation. No. Oh, that, that screams to me of angry child. Not understanding. Not understanding what he's doing. Yeah. P- seeing a gun. Just that's what happens in films. Probably, probably like, watch, yeah, watch his films. Ha- maybe already having played, like, a lot of those gun games, gun-toting games. four. He hasn't got a PlayStation yet. Maybe he's played his mates. He wants one for a reason. So, yeah. he, you know, he's probably... He also knows what a gun does. Yeah, if exactly. This so is the bit that you point uh, at someone that you want to die. And, and then if you he's pull this picked lever, it up. They die. You know, the thing is... How do you know that little boy? Well, did he know his dad was going to die? He may not have had the concept did he know, of death, but Did he, he know he his dad wouldn't, like, okay. just get back up again afterwards? Maybe. Or be reborn, like, in those games? That at that age, he's so young, he might believe to have what, believed what that. What age do you think that children be start to become... I mean, obviously, we're child psychologists, and we know exactly. Yeah, we know and there's exactly. nobody listening to this now that goes, that is a child they're psychologist. Talking, they're all talking bollocks. <laughs> yeah. just talking absolute bollocks. So what age, in your opinion, do you think that a child... Obviously, you've never even had children, so, you, you know, there's no, like, embedded experience. But what age do you think that they become... More aware? aware. Yeah, of, like, of I like think death. Oh, of Blasting death. people, yeah. Oh, well, I think just in general, children become more aware of themselves and their actions, probably from, I reckon, around the age of seven. Seven. All right. Yeah. Well, that's interesting, because John Venables and Robert Thompson 
did some horrific shit to James Bolger. He was, two, I think he was two when, when they killed him. And they were 10 when they did that. Yeah, they've got, yeah, so they know this, what they're doing. It, so it, yeah, I think yeah. so. And yeah. like a lot of the people that we're going to talk about knew what they do in this podcast, yeah. <coughs> knew what they were doing. So it's kind of like showing the psycho. Is I mean, that when it starts to show? Well, I mean, I... When you know what you're doing. And you I, don't, do it anyway. I don't know if... I still think there's an element of like, they may re- have as adults regretted what they did as children because... The thing is with you know growing up you always change you yeah. grow you your opinions and the things you do as a youngster are immature and there is never there is yeah of course <laughs> but the thing is no in this case there's a level of immaturity isn't there they're doing something they think is right or funny or not thinking uh, there's any consequences or not yeah and then when pr- perhaps looking back on it as a mature adult you adult that's not adult <laughs> um you look back on it and and you might regret it because there's courses things you look back on as a few and, of them you know that. when you were a kid you think fuck I sh- was an idiot and, and, and have also done that. and also you'll see as we go through I've got, I've picked uh, I think three or four that we'll go through today but that's another thing you'll see is they don't tend to well one of them has but on the on the whole they don't get f- like hammered with the law it's kind of like if you're well, a no, certain age it's like and oh that's the, you little that's you little the tyke. reason though because they aren't. Yeah. Fully, yeah. you know, their brains aren't fully formed. That's the that's the real, you know. Real when they're do still your brains learning. fully form? It's like mid twenties, isn't it? So I think. Well, you cannot like early, kill someone yeah. at twenty two and go. Sorry, um, I thought even, he was a biscuit. Even that, in your early twenties, you you still have a level of immaturity. I think it's probably more like mid to late twenties when you right. start really getting your adult brain on and going, okay, I'm a real adult now. I can't get away with. Killing um, people. Um, I mean, well, um, I can't get away with the, uh, you know, just stuff. random, doing stupid random shit at yeah. this point without, you know, fully really knowing what I'm doing. Because you can kind of say, yeah, I was 20, I don't fucking know what I was doing. But when you say, oh, I was 30, I was 28, ah, well, you kind of. 20, 20 years old, you're an adult. You're a you f- are you're an adult. You, you, you are an that. adult, technically, at 18. But yeah. I still think up until you're around your kind of mid 20s, like I always said to myself, I would if I was to have children, I would have had them at twenty five. Fuck that! And I, I, I surpassed that age very quickly, deciding not that I didn't want children. But smarts, smarts. <laughs> so, do you want to hear about the youngest serial killer on record? And that was a, a fellow called Armadeep Sada, and he was born in nineteen ninety eight, and he became a serial killer, a serial killer, not just murderer, when he was eight years old. And what, how did he kill people? Um, well, I'll get into that in a second. Again, like kids, it's, it's not like, it's not like they have to pick on people smaller so, to than be a ser- To be a serial well, killer, you've got to know what, you, you want, you're wanting to do it. Do you it. know what qualifies if it's as not a serial that killer? That little four-year-old shot, I reckon, just shot his dad. Not, that there's a s- series of, event of irresponsible events that led to the, that man's death. In a very heated argument. Uh, you know, a, a, a dis- disgruntled child who doesn't understand what he's doing. The guy left his pistol on a fucking bed and he got shot that that's that's totally that's that's, that's totally the adult's fault because he left his fucking gun on the bed a kid yeah. killing more than one person well, do you, do you makes uh, me think well okay well this kid doesn't give a fuck he doesn't give he a fuck d- and, and i don't think he was trying to be a serial killer i don't, I don't think in fact i'm a hundred percent aware that he wasn't he doesn't even he just liked doing it he, he was it like a that, game he didn't know what serial is, it like a ga- is it like a just game to them maybe so do you is know what you got to do? What constitutes as being a serial killer? What you've actually got to do to get that like prestigious m- title? More than like 
And it's 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 a certain amount of people in it's, within it's a year, th- isn't it? Three or people or more in about about a e- month or so. Oh, okay. It's quite specific. You're gonna need a calling off period, apparently. If you kill like one person, you're just like a murdering bastard. If you kill two, you were you're you're a double murderer. And say like if you kill twenty in a day, you're just a mass murderer. <coughs> yeah. You You've got to do it over a Serial killers have got a periods of time in between. Well, to be yeah, you've got to show. Um, and, it all, and you also get bonus points if you fuck about with the bodies and play with police. That's always a crowd pleaser. Well, that, but then that's because you, you know you're killing for some for a specific some reason. Some of the children we're going to talk about did this. They actually like fucked, fucked about. about yeah, with pers- the yeah, yeah. One did like in particular, and it's well, like, whoa. like no, tw- I think they all did the fuckers. To be fair. <laughs> Yeah, kids. Well, that James Bottle, didn't they do that to that yes. little boy? Well, just fucked I don't about think they him. fucked about with him. And pe- I mean, like, fucked about and positioned the body so it would be found in a certain way to uh, by the police. With Bolger, I think they just they did they some just horrible went, stuff they just to went him. Ham and, then, on him. and then just threw him onto the train tracks to make it look like he was hit. They didn't position his body. They didn't position it. They, they just they just, they want, just tried to make they just it look sick like kids he wanted to torture someone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah, exactly. So um, so Armadeep Sade he was born in India, skint as fuck, totally like impoverished. He was from a place called Bhagwanpur, right? And that uh, that holds the most prestigious accolade as being the poorest place in India. Oh really? So that's saying. I mean, that's saying something because there's some poor ass places in India. Yeah, 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 yeah. He had a, a hard bringing, a hard upbringing. As so he was it was it he live in the slums? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, but his family were, conversely, they weren't as poor as every. They were still skint as fuck. But the, I think his dad worked as like a labourer or something. So, so they had he a wasn't li- he wasn't a slum dog then? Not a slum dog. No, no. He seemed like a totally normal lad for the circumstances, except like you know being totally poor and living in the poorest place in the world probably. Um, but his first victim, his first killing, was his cousin. And it was a, uh, a baby boy of six months old. Apparently, there was no warning. It's just, it's just something that just, Click, had, yeah, yeah. just no previous signs, no bat, no, no, you know, just fucking one day done. So he was, uh, he's at his auntie and uncle's house with um, the whole family and having like a big, you know, enjoying a meal or some shit like that. Um, and whilst everyone was eating around the table, the tots upstairs asleep because it's six months old, and the little shit just goes, "Do you mind if I just nip for a piss?" And they're like, "Go on then." So he goes upstairs. <laughs> Goes into the baby's bedroom, reaches into the cart, and just strangles it to death. For like, just for the for the crack of it. Just for the. Then turned around and come and sat back at the table and carried on eating as if nothing could happen. Nothing, nothing. Nothing, nothing. And nobody had any idea at the table for like hours because the kids asleep and your family member has just gone out of piss. You don't expect. You know, it's fucking crazy, isn't it? Um, and when they uh, when they found the uh, the baby dead, like a couple of hours later. Uh, they thought that it was natural causes, cot, like cot death. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm guessing living in one of the poorest places in India, you know, poverty, disease, and cot death. Yeah, things yeah. Like that are are probably more, like maybe more prevalent than. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I don't know. I don't know if that's something that I would imagine. I mean, they that, don't you know, sound so like the poorest family in in India if they've got a house and there's an upstairs and all that shit. Well, I don't know if it was an upstairs, but I just assumed it was upstairs because oh, I'm okay. upstairs. <laughs> but it could have just been nipped out to the garden. It could have just nipped into the shack. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But looking at pictures of him, he's not. They're not rich at all. Well, they don't. But they. I mean, to be truly poor, you have to live in the slums. Yeah, he's in India. fucking filthy. Look at the pictures of him. He's got dirt all over him. He's poor. It, this is poor. Um, but the family didn't even report it, which I thought was fucking crazy. They just buried the baby and got on with it because it's like a hard life, man. Plus, well, maybe yeah. Police aren't going to care. Thing is, India is different, isn't it? Like they thousands don't of children die horrifically. Yeah, so many, so many deaths every day from disease yeah. and and like you remember that 
awful video of that guy getting like electrocuted on the train. What? Oh, that it, well, he was standing on the roof of the train. Yeah, I mean, he like d- he, gra- he grabbed the freaking line. Well, so what, what do you expect? <laughs> but but like, it's just I don't think I don't think like deadness is as shocking in I think it's India shocking, than it is here. More common. It's well, it's not as shocking because it's more common. Yeah, maybe. like it's shocking here. You to see like a dead kid or a dead person on the street, you just yeah, you'd be yeah. truly shocked because it's not something that happens. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But in India, yeah, like like when you went to Nigeria, like you know what I mean. Yeah. It's like a completely different. Life is cheaper. Life is just cheaper. Yeah, <laughs> like they don't they don't value it as much. I don't think. So if we um so if we skip forward, a not few that these people now. weren't upset about their baby. I'm oh, they were upset, that, but they just kind of buried it and got on with it. I mean, I don't even think they were registering deaths and stuff. Mm. I would be very surprised. Well, they're probably so poor, like you say, that it's probably not. Yeah. It, and also, there you got to remember, there's a caste system in India, so they might be in a caste where it's like it doesn't even it d- doesn't even register as being. It's like oh, a rat died. Like no. I, they 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 disregard the lower caste that much. Oh, you, oh, I'm gonna say the family weren't like that. That was their baby. No, obviously. no, like the people, the authority, the figures. people of ca- you know the caste system. So the people in the lower castes, they're just like they like muck to the people in the Jesus higher ones. Christ, so man, if they're poor, they're li- in a seemingly in a low caste. They probably just it's no, no one cared. They probably just didn't give. There's no, there's no option for him to fucking. That's exactly what it register was. Register it and just be like, oh well, our kid died. Fuck, we will have to bury him. It's awful. So his mum and dad, they, um, it's not so long after this, after that kid was killed by him, uh, they had a baby girl, and obviously all's good, all's happy. Oh god, did he even kill the baby girl as well? Yeah, yeah. When, he when he was eight, when the, the his sister was eight months old, he strangled her to death as so well. He, so he's a baby strangler then? Yeah, because it's like you say with the kids, man, they've got to pick on someone smaller. Smaller. If yeah. it's unless they're shooting you. You're, they're going. They're batting down. They're not batting That's up. That's mad. I wonder what went on his mind. Just be like, why did you suddenly just decide that you like strangling babies? Which crazy. That must have been well good because he did it again. So uh, you've got like well, two. He must have enjoyed doing it because, yes. like you say, he did it again. Danger, danger. So there's two dead babies from one family, right? Essentially, mm, starting to look a bit and, and dubious. And both dying in in suspicious ways. So did they? So but no. Do we think the first anything. one? Did they suspect him, or did they just think he died of natural causes? Well, they or thought. She? I'll, you'll see okay. towards the end of this little part on uh, on our man Armadeep. So in India, because of like the bad poverty, the parents have obviously got to work and they can't afford like childcare. So they can apparently they drop their kids off at like primary schools and nursery creches or something like that, so they can go out and work. And these people just look after their kids. Um, and Armadeep, he didn't go to to school. He didn't attend school. He like just roamed the streets playing with like the local children. Um, at some point. He walked off the street, just randomly stopped playing, went into like a local primary school. And obviously nobody thought this is suspicious. He's an eight-year-old lad just wandering around Mm. a fucking primary school. This is where he's supposed to be. I was out, they've got registers. I bet there's hundreds of kids going out. He just calmly walked into a a crash area where the babies were like napping. Babies, where parents had dropped them off. Fucking babies. Reaches in, grabbed a little girl and then just wandered out the school. Nobody stopped him. Because so he took her with her. Just picked up a little gun. What he walked out of the village, like through like some sort of like grassy field area, just gently laid the baby on the floor and just strangled it, bashed its head in. Oh fuck! With like half a like a random brick that he found lying around. Jesus, he likes the babies, doesn't he? This kid. He fucking does. He then covered the baby up with grass and leaves and shit, and then just went home, calm as fuck, like nothing could happen. The dead baby's mom arrived at the school. She's like, "I'm here to pick up my baby," and they're like, "Uh oh, it's fucking gone." And they found the baby that night. It's like quite common with these kids 
these are, as you'll see, that a lot of the the, the victims are found pretty quick, man. Yeah, they don't go very far. They don't like put they don't put much effort into getting rid of the yeah, body. Yeah, yeah. Because maybe so that kind of shows to me that they don't realize what they're doing is that necessarily that wrong. They just think because the they're not hi- they're trying they're to hide it. They're not going to look five hundred like, meters over like here. A, like an adult berries and make adult, us an and adult uh, killer puts tires on them in the garden and burns them yeah, to like, the gun and then grounds yeah. them up to ash. Exactly, like you. That's what they you they do. do. They go to you know. Ex- Extraneous <laughs> extent to yes, I don't know if that's store a, them under the floorboards, store them and or to get rid of the or bodies, just consume them because you know what you're doing is wrong. <laughs> Even like um, Fred West, who said he didn't know what he did was wrong, he yeah, still well. buried the bodies and hid them, so he yeah. knew to an extent. Kids, he he's like he this kid is like. Um, he just left it kind of there and put some grass over it. Exactly. So he got away like that's going to gonna, that's gonna, so the police. That's, that's going to be found, mate. <laughs> Someone's going to find it. Yeah, easy. Mate, you walked easy. about 50 yards away yeah. and then just smacked it with a brick and, and then, then just left home. it there, yeah. They found they found the, the baby like immediately and the police started an investigation and they, and they, they started to sort of hear rumours of the locals mentioning... This family that had two deaths, yeah, baby yeah. deaths. And some, some of the locals actually spoke to the police and said, we don't trust that, that Amadi because um, he murdered his cousin and his sister. And the cops were like, what? And they went, yeah, yeah, yeah. He did that, so we don't trust him with our children. So the police are like, okay, we need to... We need to look into this. We need to, so they turn up to his house and spoke to his family. And the police are like, um, yeah, we're hearing some weird rumours. Like two kids are... Like a kid's just gone missing and, and he's dead. And he's smashed... His head's and smashed everybody him. in the village is saying that your kid's a murderer. Is there, is there any sort of substance to that? And apparently the family were like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We lost two babies um, and we always thought he was responsible. But, you know, because, but, but because his family, we didn't go to the police. But we knew... We knew something was up with them babies. They didn't didn't die in normal circumstances. And the cops are like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> and then immediately arrested him and uh, and took him took him down the, I'm guessing, the police station. Uh, apparently, he all, all he did was smile, uh, ask for biscuits and answer all their questions. He didn't give a fuck. It's like he's completely... Like it, but it seems to me like he didn't realise... What he's like, it, to him, it's like, oh, I'm just playing a game here. Something, and yeah. He's d- like, he didn't actually know... It's crazy, what, we, isn't it? what he was doing was that wrong? He was examined by a child psychologist and they said that he had a conduct disorder, which I think is a very strange way of saying yeah, serial killer. You're a serial killer. <laughs> you kill <laughs> babies. You're they, a baby serial killer. They recommended he take medication, which the family couldn't afford because the skin was fucked. Yeah. So he was remanded in like a children's psychiatric facility, which sounds awful in impoverished India. It's not like, well, don't yeah, think of not, like a yeah, nice white like clinical setting here no, in a it's bed. it's going to be awful, isn't it? It's just full of crazy kids. That's all it is. People that nobody wants, just throw them mm. in there. And because of his age, like eight or whatever, the little fucker couldn't be convicted. And he spent a few years in, in children's like hospitals or care units, probably living a better life. And when he, was, mm. when he turned 18, they were like, off you go. You're oh, free. Shit. So he's still out there. All of these kids, most of them are fucking still fucking ticking about. Shit, like, and I want. Do you want? Do you wonder if that he's like now the baby, a, ra- the baby fatality rate went through the roof. Yeah, like, do you think this eighteen-year-old or however old he is now is like someone who's secretly now. killing people? Maybe we got away with it, and now now being an adult can. Yeah, you, you think about it from his point of view. I killed kids, and what was my punishment? My punishment was I was given a routine. And I was given, I was given food a every day. I was given a health check. Yeah, they, gave me they biscuits. checked me. I, I had a roof over nice my head. Nice and nice cups of tea. Yeah. yeah, you're free to go. Oh, back out in the fucking poverty. You need to go and get a job. you got to fucking do this, that, and the other. He's like, or I could just kill babies. And then go back. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. back in. Oh, God. 
<coughs> or is it like maybe he's aware that like adult prisons in India are not are as a lot <laughs> worse? Yeah, maybe not. I got away with you. it as a kid, but maybe not as an as a as an adult. Adult. Have I you can't get, I, can't, I can't decide how to say that word. Adult or adult? Adult. adult. <laughs> it's because it's too early to start doing words in long sentences. Oh. Have you ever heard of a girl called Mary Bell? Yeah, no. You might have done. Yeah. Well, maybe, but not, it doesn't come to mind. I suspect you have, but you just, you're, not, you're not twigging. I'm not recollecting it. Well, she was 10 when she started killing, and she was um, she's from Newcastle. She's an English girl, and she looks mad scary. Like, re- like you look at her, and you're like, don't turn your back on her. Immediately, you can tell she'll kill you. Like, the pictures before her like her arrest and whatever like the pictures of her in a f- in the free world so to speak mm. she looks fucking mental i oh, really yeah you'd like whoa look at that one um she was i guess she was more of a double murderer didn't quite get that serial killer status yeah cuz she obviously got to kill three or more in a month to do that but given time she would absolutely have done it without a doubt she's a a dangerous girl this one is a dangerous girl Massive news at the time. So, uh, so Mary Bell, I'll get into her, just do a quick overview of her. She had a, a rough start, um, which is obviously going to be a theme in mm, this episode. Yeah. Like, Amar Deep, he was from poverty. Uh, this this girl, Mary, I mean, her mom, Betty, which Betty Bell is her name, her mom, which is a solid name. She was a drug addicted prostitute and oh. she'd constantly leave Mary on her own to fend for herself while she's out getting paid. She'd, so, she'd leave Mary alone when she's like four. You know what I mean? Just fuck in poverty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not just like she's got a PlayStation. Just didn't, didn't, didn't have a very. She didn't look after her basically. Proper squalor because her mum yeah. was, you know, constantly spending all the money on smack. She's a proper smackhead. So Betty uh, had Mary when she was seventeen. She didn't know who the biological father was. Uh, well, but she's she, a prostitute then, probably. Yeah, not. yeah. She ended up marrying an armed robber. So you can see. That sounds that sounds solid. Sounds like a solid, uh, yeah, solid can, upbringing. Mary's surrounded by great adults, brilliant role models, brilliant, excellent role models from a tender young age as her brain is forming. So she's getting like proper insights in how the the world is yeah, and how like, you should conduct yourself. I think I think um, sometimes, <laughs> at, at, and you can see it though. I think, but yeah, it's not all def- people. Not not all not all uh, children are born. Um, you know, like they say, you, uh, a lot of these things are learned and, you know, these like yeah. these mental instabilities are sort of as a result of how they're treated. Yeah. But I do think there are yeah. some some people are born with that kind of propensity to be a bit right. more mad than others. Got to have that extra, the X factor. Because, you, you know, need you, think, the X factor. you think about, you think about just let's just, just put it into an animal context. You think about, say, you, you get two kittens, right? Yeah. And <laughs> you treat them both exactly the same, right, you give them all on. the same love and yeah. but yet they One both develop extremely different personalities. Yeah. As a result. So you can imagine if one of them was a bit was more inclined to be like kind and just, you know, and a bit more obedient. Well, yeah, it's and one's just a bit more outlandish and wants to swipe at you. Imagine <laughs> if you didn't bring them up nicely. It's, it's nature and there's going to be one of them that maybe would be just a bit kind of insular and a bit <laughs> I don't like this and then there's going to be one who just goes a bit just goes mental because yeah, of the way you've treated so them you, there can be so like a broken is, child like I an insane like baby there is something yeah that yeah, yeah, goes yeah, wrong in the sure. mind even when they're born so it's this sounds like to me babies. like she's one of those people oh, who yeah. had that kind of clicky you know that that maybe but she also had to a, click, I haven't gone through what happened but then to also had a terrible upbringing which made it click Maybe. Well, well, I'll let you can reassess this. Because not the every end. child in that scenario yes. would 
be do that. But not every child goes through what I'm about to go through. Was she raped and pillaged? Oh, and mate, pillaged. Finger bastard and all that. <laughs> raped and pillaged. So her mom, she um, never gave a fuck about her. It seems like she got pregnant by accident and just really just wanted Mary to go away. And she'd like leave little Mary with relatives on the reg and then just fuck off for days and not well, turn I mean, up. Look, remember the feral children? <laughs> they put them in a fucking yeah. cage and they like with birds and then they just start squawking like birds. Yeah, well, get this, mate. According to Mary's family, they said that um, Betty actually tried to, to kill baby Mary several times and make it look like an accident. So fucking she's impoverished. She's like, so she's not only is her mom like a dick, <laughs> she, her mom's also oh, trying yeah. to kill her regularly. Lovely. She, she accidentally fell out of uh, a first floor window. Oh, shit. And... Um, uh, what, what, as a baby? Yeah, as a baby. Oh, maybe she got hit on the head wrong then. Y- and also, um, she, uh, again, accidentally ate her mother's sleeping pills. So you've got a baby that's been <laughs> fro- thrown out of a window and, dr- and, f- and like, given... And then get force-fed uh, part of... Uh, fucking hell, she's a, she's a fighter. She's a fighter, yeah, man, definitely. Because the family got suspicious because people in public were legitimately seeing Betty Bell give little Mary her sleeping pills instead of, like... As is a sweet. Yeah, they love, were getting, she's giving her fucking <laughs> look at that. And she was packing them down her neck. <laughs> and she even tried to give Mary away ra- to a random stranger on the street. Oh, she was God. like, oh, have yeah. my baby. So uh, can you can imagine that. Uh, no, I'm all right, thanks. Fuck me. No, I'm good. Brutal news. I'm, right. I'm like really fine. The thing is, what annoys me is, you know, the the system. We're not annoyed. Not it doesn't annoy me because it makes sure everything's really right. But me. the people that really want children, like that's their, they're like, <laughs> yeah, they're calling in life is to have a kid and they can't because of infertility or whatever else, and so they they want to adopt and the lengths these people have to go through. To either do surrogacy or adopt is ridiculous. It was an outside and the the money. Do- you know, it was an outside and adoption clinic. But then some fucking troglodyte yeah, yeah. prostitute <laughs> who wants, who doesn't want any uh, fucking thing to do with a, a kid she's had, just gets to like throw it about, put it into whatever, try yeah. throw, you know, throw. So it was outside, try and kill it. Try it was outside and, an adoption, give it away. an adoption centre. She was standing outside the adoption centre. So these so these women coming in wanting babies. Go, yeah, have this insane baby that oh, I've created. That the one that I threw out the window and whacked sleeping pills down its neck. Have this have mad my, have, one. Have my insane Chucky child because I don't want it. Twitchy every now and then, but it should be sound. So not only did she um, try and kill her own child multiple times, she, uh, she also, let's just say, encouraged... Little Mary to help mom out working at the weekends. So she'd push her onto like fully grown men at the age of four oh to Jesus. give them like hangies. And I know, <laughs> I know, it's crazy, isn't it? And child, psych- child psychologists said that they um, reckon that she suffered some form of brain damage when her mom threw her out the fucking window. Something, yeah, it sounds something likely. about damaging potentially a prefrontal cortex, which is responsible for decision making. And uh, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like knowing what's right and wrong. And she, she continued to suffer horrifically. Did she kill her mom? No, she didn't kill her mom, oh. no. Uh, like horrible abuse, injuries. She te- should have done. She te- <laughs> Yeah, she should have done. Actually, she should have done, yeah. If she was going to kill anyone, that should have been the person she killed. Teacher said she was a chronic liar and would often try and like say that I want to hurt people. <laughs> oh, um, and there was definitely a build-up. Oh, it's so, it's so, so sad, sad because this poor thing, like you just yeah. think if she'd have been born to a loving family... She's Elon Musk kid. She would have just... Developing well, artificial doesn't it, intelligence. Doesn't even, matter. It doesn't even, even if it's a poor family, but that's loving and wants their best and does everything they can for the child and just, mm. you know, hugs and kisses them and Not does all the nice things. Pills and throws them out of windows. And that, that child would have been probably fine. Well, I guess this child's but fine then, in the end. 
Well, like you say, she loves, she's just like, she could knock on my door right now and go, hey. She might have already knocked on your door, you'd never know. <laughs> uh, but so there was definitely like a build up to the murder. She didn't just go straight into it. Uh, on May the 11th, 1968, Mary was playing with a three-year-old boy on a, an air raid shelter roof, as you do. Oh, as you do. And the little boy fell off, oh. got fucked up, but survived. Accident, apparently. So there's just, I mean, there is nothing to say that it wasn't an accident. Well, but Mary Bell was with a child who fell off a roof. Let's just say that. In hindsight, the police were like, mm, She's like, I well, I wonder. survived it. You will. <laughs> the next day, that's why you've got to say, hang on a second. Yeah. The next day, um, this is the 12th, the mothers of three children, <laughs> three children. So how how old was she again now? Uh, she's like uh, 10, I think, at okay, this point. Right, yeah. Right. Um, so, yeah, the mothers of three children reported Mary to the police because they f- they caught her, like, kicking the fuck out of their three kids and ch- trying to choke them unconscious. So two days in a row now, Mary's so been... So she's, like, she's on a bit of a rampage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's attempted to kill a f- a f- more than just two. Well, two consecutive days she's been involved in incidents with children getting hurt. Where she's... Where she, yeah, she's trying to she's trying to fuck them up. Yeah, she's building up, so something's fucking going in her head. And they're all younger than her, right? Y- yeah, 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 yeah. You can't be picking on anyone the same size or older. Or older, no, because you just get absolutely pugmunked, wouldn't you? Swing against you if you, you do just that. Be like, you just be like, just pick her up by a boot and go, no, fuck off. Imagine she comes in and starts like hitting me. I'm like, stop, 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 please you just, don't. You don't. just pick her up by a leg Little and hang kid, her upside down. And then she pulls a knife out. You're like, all right, I'm going to have to beat the fuck out you now. Grab her by her ankles and just smack her off the door. That's when the police smack walk in. Smack her off the door. And that's when the police walk in and go, child abuse. You just choke her out. No, no, man. She's trying to <laughs> just kill put her unconscious. You can smack her off the door. <laughs> Bash her off the side of a table. You know, like how like people kill animals, like whatever. Oh, clunk, yeah, clunk. Get the priest out. Um, so on the twenty fifth of May, nineteen sixty eight. So this is the day before her eleventh birthday. I guess she was like, you know what I want for my eleventh birthday? Barbie doll? No, I want a dead boy. I'm going to go and get one. So she lured this uh, boy. four-year-old lad called... It's fucking horrible. Four years old, man. Just little babies, aren't they? Well, yeah. Martin Brown. She grew Although um, they're apparently capable of killing at that age also. Yeah, maybe, yeah, I know, I know. But she lured him somehow into like a derelict house, probably just want to play a game or whatever. Mm. Do you want to play a game? Do you like to play a game And str- And strangled him to death. Uh, And the police think that she uh, committed the crime alone, but they're not totally sure because when they arrived at the scene, they found uh, Mary inside the building with her mate, Norma. And the police like, get out, little girls. There's been a horrific murder. You're in in danger. And she's she's like, nah, that was me. So she's at the fucking crime scene. So she's battered two kids. Yeah, but right. Look at it it from the police's point of view. You turn up to a four-year-old boy being strangled and two, oops, two other young girls. Yeah. Also. Yeah. Well, in okay, that, okay. Maybe looking slightly scared or whatever. So you're not going to turn okay. up the, as a policeman and immediately think, oh, one of these kids has just strangled another kid. No, no, kid. but if you'd gone, um, what's your name? She goes, my name's Norma. What's your name? My name's Mary Bell. Don't worry. Off you go, girls. I don't think it's you. Then when you get like down the station, you go, Mary Bell? You, you go, um, uh, I've, uh, yeah, there were two little girls on the scene. I've got their names. What was their names? Norma and Mary Bell. It's Mary Bell. Oh, she was in here two weeks ago for <laughs> trying to kill three children. <laughs> and she was also at the scene when a lad fell off a roof. You know what I mean? But, okay, hindsight. Yeah, but you wouldn't, 
immediately assume a child would have done that. But they also chi- children are innocent, aren't they? Well, so they also like think that Martin had died from necking a load of sleeping pills because there was an empty bottle found nearby. Oh, so they even set up like a maybe an alib- Well, like yes, a, playing an with alibi, it, ma- yeah, yeah pl- playing with it. But and they said there was no obvious cause of death. You see, I mean, it's different times back then. There is an obvious cause of death. It's called strangulation, <laughs> but you're not <laughs> looking for it, so you can't see it. Different times, man. So a few days later, Mary and Norma, they broke into like a garden centre and then just smashed the gaffer, wrecked the place for no reason. I don't know. Oh, so, Nor- so this Norma, do you think she's being led by... Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'll clear it up as best I can in this. Uh, when they left after wrecking this place up, Mary left a note claiming <laughs> responsibility for Martin Brown's murder. She's like, yeah, yeah, I did this. Please turn up. Oh, your garden centre's been broken into. Found a fucking note saying Mary Bell did it. And they were like, nah, it's just a prank. Ignore it. Again, right, so you've had... Oh, okay, you now fucking hell. <laughs> sake. Two consecutive days, she's hurting she's like, children. Do you think she's like just, Once just, it was reported, just trying to see how far she can get away with it. She doesn't fucking... But without, yeah. without actually not getting away with it and admitting to it. It's crazy. On the um, 31st of July, 68, uh, this was um, three-year-old uh, Brian Howe. He vanished. Um, big police search got underway. It's like, fuck, man, because during the search... Uh, Mary Bell actually spoke to Brian Howell's brother, the lad that went missing. She says, she goes, you might want to check up on that pile of rubble, on that vacant patch of land over there. I know I'm being very specific, but I was playing with him over there. So obviously the police go over, and what do you know? Little Brian's on the top of this rubble pile, dead as fuck. He was partially buried beneath some concrete slabs. And they, they figured that he'd been strangled to death, his legs and his stomach and genitals had been mutilated with, like, razors or scissors or some shit, and there was a letter M carved onto his stomach, and she'd also, well, it's obviously Mary, had cut some of his hair off and taken it, like, a, as, a tr- as a trophy. Oh, God. What the fuck? So police, obviously, um, they think um, they think there's something fucking bad's going on here. Oh, the oh, click, clear, I mean, no shit. It, it, it's obviously, this is like, there's a, there's a pattern emerging. Yeah. And they also think as well that Mary returned to, to, to the scene to do that, to like chop that kid up. They reckon she fucking slabbed him to death and then fucked off and then come back and went, you know what? I'm going to chop you up now. Yeah, yeah. Like there's some morbid something going on in her mind. She's like, I want to fuck about yeah, with yeah. it. Yeah, I've killed it. I might as well fuck about with it. Uh, the forensics had a look at the body and they said it looks like the murderer was struggling to uh, like move the concrete slabs because there were like drag marks on the floor around it. Uh, and the injuries to this, this dead toddler, they seem to be carried out with very little force, as with the strangulation. Like the slabs weren't dropped from a height mm. and the strangulation didn't even leave any, uh, any bruises around the neck. And they were like, what the fuck? This, is a, this looks like it could be a child. Because it's just the force being exerted is not a lot. Oh, it's just yeah, a, yeah. a really fucking... So they went and started speaking to all the local children. Loads have spoken oh, to. Oh, I mean, come on. Yeah. You, d- you had to talk to other children. You yeah. didn't just go straight to her house and go, come on. You didn't, where's your fucking PC plot notepad in your pocket with her name from Fuck. all these fucking things that she's yeah, done? Yeah. Oh, God. <coughs> yeah, I, know, I mean, sometimes you do wonder, don't you? Like, come on. I, I think it's hindsight makes it a lot. Because this is suppose, like an yeah, unbelievable yeah. It's easy for us event. to say, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, this is an Looking unbelievable, back, knowing crazy all of the, Knowing all of this, the, you know, information all at once, it's easy for us to go, for fuck's sake, come yeah. on, it's obvious. But for me, it might not be like that at the time. So uh, when they were talking to the girls, uh, both uh, Mary and Norma, their stories were conflicting and inconsistent. And Norma just broke down pretty quickly, burst into tears and said, I watched 
I watched Mary murder and Brian House. I just seen it, seen her do it. Mary, on the other hand, she was cool as a cu- as a cucumber, her fucking ice cold. Mm. They charged her. They said, "Listen, we can charge you with the murders of both of these children." And apparently, she replied saying, "Fine by me." She just didn't give a fuck, little psycho. Mate, like no, because th- her life's so shit. It's not like it's not. It's like I do think there's an element of there ain't fucking much to lose. That's it. Like that. What? What am I losing? Like most people. When the people when you love you in your life are, are giving you, you sleeping pills. Yeah, when you consider like doing something bad and the potential to be incarcerated because of it, in whatever extent, in in institution or in prison, and you're like. Well, I'm not going to do that because that will ruin my nice life that I've got here. You know, I've got a good house. Well, I've got, you know, nice. Like, yeah. my family loves me, you know. In yeah. a, to an extent where your life is so fucked up and shit and you all you all you experience Lines for the, your entire life is abuse and no love and nothing, nothing. And you develop, fuck it. Yeah, she's like, fine by me. I get to go to prison now or or into an institute for children and I'll probably get. I, should, nice I don't think she was aware meals. of that. She wasn't aware. Of I that. reckon. Come on, she's. I think she is. Well, she she was found guilty on two accounts of manslaughter on the uh, on the grounds of dis- diminished responsibility, but she knew what she was doing. Exactly, she knew what she was, she doing. was doing. She knew, and she probably she carved her name at, into at, a dead at, baby. Yeah, at that she age, at whatever ten, you know. She's no, she clearly knows the consequences of what she's doing because she's leaving notes and she's like, yeah, yeah, I did that. Fucking. She with doesn't. Her. She's fucking with them, so she Seems knows. Like she's, she, she might knows not known it, but it, to, to, as an you? adult looking in, it looks like you're fucking with well, them. Well, yeah, you're fucking with them, yeah. In court, she was described she's like by playing a um, game, isn't she? Because you've got to sort of realise at that a child in a child's mind, everything's kind of like a game, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, let's I pray pretend. But they reckon she was intelligent, manipulative, and very dangerous. Classic symptoms of psycho- psychopathy, if I could speak. Um, Psychopathopathy. <laughs> yeah. In prison, she was. Uh, initially um, a bit of a fucking rogue. She was fabricating accusations of sexual assault aimed at specific guards and they were like, nah, you lie, little girl. They're not doing that. lying. She also broke out once and they got her back in. Apparently she'd like hooked up with... She got out and then immediately managed to sort of hook up with some teenage lads and was just being promiscuous and telling them what she'd done, like like very braggadocious, I think. Um, Her mum was a proper cunt, as we've already gone gone through she sold a story to the press she also sold pieces of mary's handwriting sold her toys oh, just Jesus. to generate cash as spend it spend it on smack mary ended up serving 12 years in prison 12 years and was released in 1980 age 23 oh shit do you agree with that can I she mean, be rehabilitated don't know it's hard to know like they released it they wouldn't have just released her if she was in no way rehabilitated. You'd be amazed at some of the murderers that we've gone through. And they go, they well, what well, about I suppose Ed Kemper? Clever enough. Ed Kemper? Oh, he's fine. Yeah, and yeah. he's going to go and we're going to release him and he's going to fuck his mum's severed head. Jeez. And he's in it for murder. Anyway, it's, um, yeah, <laughs> it's bad. So she was released uh, age 23. She ended up having a, tri- a child of her own and, and started up a, a new life with police protection. Because obviously, because of she what she did, yeah. Fucking lucky her. She got found out. The uh, somehow her ID and address was leaked to the press, and uh, Mary and her daughter had to uh, to leave the house under police protection and blankets because the press turned up. The public were there with like mob rule, pitchforks, screaming. Her daughter apparently didn't even know. She was like, "Mom, what's th- what's going on?" Well, you What's happening? Her, you wouldn't. And she was like, you're you? going to have to sit down. I've got something to tell you, love. 
She's like, what have you done? She was like, killed babies. <laughs> when I was, a, when I was, but you, she's still, she's still a kid. And I'm a baby ch- killer. A baby I'm herself. a convicted baby killer. Yeah. What? But then also, how old were you, mum? I was a kid. I was 10. I was your age. Fucking younger than you, probably. So again, they were given completely new IDs, new name, new house. And we think Mary Bell became a grandmother in 2009. And as far as we know, she's out there living her best life still. Whereas them kids are buried as fuck, dead in the ground. Yeah, that's What are you crazy. saying? Well, Should I they be know. freed when they do crazy shit when they're young? I don't know. It's hard to... It's, it's hard to... In The thing is with... With that is, and also if she's had a kid of her own, and she it seems like she's treating that child with the respect it should it deserves, like not seems giving to have it, a lesson. not giving it the shit upbringing that she had. She probably had. I think there's probably a lot of these child killers who look back and go. Fuck. I bet there is, but also I think you should be like, what up was I doing? Because well, um, everyone does that. You look back and what the fuck was I doing? So I, I've y- never killed someone, so I don't no, know. No, not you know, but look back on things you've done as a child or a young per- younger person Maybe, and go, yeah. "Why the fuck was I did? Why did Ho- I do that? Hopefully. That was ri- that was ridiculous. I could have fucking killed myself doing that." Hopefully, she she, she is she, a better she person. Seems, it seems know, that she, you know, that she's whatever. She, I mean, she served not long enough for the amount of people she killed. Was it two? Uh, yes. So, but also, she was a kid. Diminished responsibility. She, yeah, exactly. Um. I think we'll take a break, get a drink and come back. I think I've got two more fucking mental bastards to talk about. Crazy fucking kids, man. These murdering little bastards. Yeah. Mad little fuckers. They are... Like this next one that we're going to talk about, uh, like called Eric's. This kid is Cantona. Fu- not Cantona. Eric Smith. He was twelve when he did this. He's a he's a bit of a scary dude, and he's locked up still. He's oh, like okay. So then he's real. <coughs> yeah. He's, yeah. He's, oh, he's real scary. Like Chucky from. He looks like Chucky from Child's Play. All that annoying little twat from. Did you ever see Problem Child? That film. I don't think so. Yeah, the nineteen nineties film. He looks like him. He's he looks like a oddball. It just looks like fucking. Uh, yeah, you're you're the one. You're it's the like fucking <laughs> the force is strong in him. So he was um he was from a place called Steuben County in New York and his family, like they always say, so he was a loving, caring lad, he would never do anything, very affectionate, hugs and kisses, all that normal bollocks. And he also suffered from get this, something called intermittent explosive disorder. <laughs> so he like just randomly explode. <laughs> what? Like what ex- his ass? Or just just, t- just exploding like into like mad rage, mad rage, yeah, mad rage. Okay. Like he'd shake with with rage. He was right. also he was adopted, um, so there may be something. Uh, obviously, I've, obviously, when we're doing, the, you know, four or five different people, I'm not like I'm sorry, what? <laughs> well, I'm not going like deep dive into their childhood because we can't cover it all. Because he was adopted, I don't know whether there was something happened to him before he was adopted, whether his actual biological parents did something, I don't know. But he was telling his adopted dad that he was he wanted to hurt people. Oh shit. So there's not some And you peeking <coughs> you're just uh, just making me laugh, sorry, you're peeking at me through the What? <laughs> your microphone. What? You, like you're just like peeking at me through your microphone stand look. It's because we need to get new microphones. We do. 
So because of his crimes, he was extensively examined by child psychologists and they went like properly deep into his past, trying to find a reason for what he did. They even looked into his mother's medical records um, and considered possibly the epilepsy drug that she was taking when she was pregnant with him. Oh, okay. They were like fucking really weird. But it's none of that. It's none of that. It's just a mad mad egg. Well, the reason's simple. He actually... He said he told the police that uh, he did what he did because he was bullied at school. Said, so, you know, I was I, I got I got targeted for he had like um, low set ears. He had thick, real thick glasses, freckles, ginger hair, which is always the you know the target for the cunts. Mm. So you could see how that's how mad. Like, don't you just think that just your appearance children can make can can children contribute. are so like children, and you do think about it. Some children can be really cruel. All children can be cruel. Not all. No, because I think not all children are cruel. Like there, there are always a group of children in a class or in a year at school that are pretty cruel to other children and make their lives miserable. Like I wasn't a cruel child. I was one that was being, you know, I was I was at the receiving end of cruelty, never being the one gave, giving it out. So that I just think, like I said, yeah. the, that some some kids are just have that kind of propensity to be... And then something helps them along. Fucking well, That's what I said at the beginning, you bullying me for, like, whatever. I, I wasn't... I like, I, you're responsible for people. You can make, is, you can make thing, me go crazy there's today. There's one thing in life I it's despise more, and that's bullies. I can't stand bullies. I think they're just a waste of space. If, yep. you, if, you, if you choose to put others down and to make others feel bad because that means you are... Fuck, your life's shit. Well, he, your life's so shit. You can't even. You, you, all you have, all you can do is put others down to make yourself look good. Getting, they're getting enjoyment from it. They're just getting some weird, like. But I also think psycho enjoyment. Some, sometimes it's like you know, like closet, you know, like you know, closet, closet, like homosexuals actually will be completely homophobic because they're so. They're, Maybe, they're, yeah. You know, or to to especially to someone who can actually admit, that I admit never it understand. to the, admit it to themselves. So. You've got like what do you have to you've got for if you like you know, very often get involved. But that's the thing. Some some that that's scared of what that they feel that they will. It's they're scared of they other people. They will actively pers- take it out on others who are, are openly yeah, openly maybe. accepting it of themselves. Maybe. But yeah, know. bullies. Bullies, not, man. Not I can't I can't abide them. So Eric described himself as a complete loner. Didn't really have any friends. He said that his pent up rage and oppression from bullies boiled over that day. And that was what was uh, essentially the cause. That was the trigger, the reason why he snapped. There was no head injuries, no fingers of doom from a rogue uncle, nothing like that. So on August the 2nd, 1993, Eric was riding his bike through a, a park to a summer like day camp thing being held for local children, you know, like rock climbing, you know, hiking, fishing, something like that, that type of stuff. And apparently he just snapped. On the way, Eric rode past a, a four-year-old boy called Derek Roby, not Robbie, R-O-B-I-E, I think that's Roby. Uh, he was totally alone. So first of all, what is a four-year-old doing walking through a park completely alone? What, was, what, what are you saying about that, Hannah? I don't know. It's like, it's a weird... It's a weird situation. Situation, like what? Yeah, like that's very young. It turns out that it's it's it is so tragic. It really is because um, uh, Derek's mom, Doreen. Apparently, she was Doreen. <laughs> don't mock. See, you're a bully. 
You were damn bully. She was running late that, that morning, that fateful morning, and Derek was like, it's all right, Mum, I'll just go by myself. It's only around the corner. And she said, I remember him skipping down. She gave him a kiss, and she remembers him skipping down the sidewalk like and having fun. She watched him as he went. Five minutes later, five minutes later, he was dead. He'd been killed. Fuck! You'd, you'd be like... The one time you let him go by yourself, you wouldn't, and that happened. You just don't do that. No, but I'm the sorry. one time you let him go, you don't by let himself, a five-year-old fuck off by himself. You'd, you'd think though, if I've only done it once and he ends up dead, that the world must be full of psycho but murderers. Suppose, there I must be everywhere. I suppose if you're four or if you're eight, doesn't matter. I suppose maybe if he was eight, he would have got away with it because he'd been bigger and stronger. <clears throat> maybe, maybe. So yeah, well that's again. You see, you always pick on on the young. Don't let fucking little teeny tiny little people who've got absolutely no way of. S- Sort yeah, of, stri- yeah. uh, you know, st- being strong and being able to, you know, look after themselves. So, um, so Eric sees Derek, um, just minding his own business. He just literally said goodbye to his mom and he lured him off to like a, a more secluded, wooded area of the park and he strangled him basically. But he, I don't think he strangled him to death, he strangled him until he, he dropped to the floor, just like passed out or whatever. He then like dug up a large rock that was nearby in the ground and then just smashed his head in oh, with it. I like th- that doing that as well. I know, like smashing kids. He- well, anyone's heading like the just like t- to actually be able to do something like that. I know. Like I can't even squash a bug without feeling bad. Like I know. if I stand on a snail, yeah. I'm like mortified. I hate that. Like there was a little family of spiders in our bathroom, and the clean the cleaner like f- cleaned it up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, I felt terrible for the little family of spiders that we <laughs> left there. <laughs> so after he smashed his uh, his uh, his head in, he well, I'm assuming it was afterwards. He stripped him. I think it was, I don't know if he stripped him totally naked, but he stripped him from at least the waist down. And then he just, it, I mean, they say that the his, uh, he, was, he basically raped him with a stick. I mean, there's not really any way you could, <laughs> I know. Just Jesus. And then he opened his lunch. But, just, but, but, but like, I understand that you snap and you want to kill someone. Yeah, well, I but don't. But like, no, like this kid saying, oh, I was bullied and like, and you know, like the mass shootings in schools, like you kind of, you know, that you can see that they they snap. And they're yeah, like, yeah. and that they've been pushed to um, to doing what they're doing because they they've gone over the edge and they've just gone man like got a gun like just unlo- unloaded. But this kid, fucking, you can't rape him with a stick and then use that as an ex- as a um, as a, as, as, a, as, a, as a, like an excuse. Oh, by the way, I got bullied and that's why I did it. He even opened his lunch bag, right, like his lunchbox, smashed the banana, which I think was possibly a result of him wanting to do something with it, maybe. And he, uh, he poured uh, Derek's red Kool-Aid. I think he poured it into the hole that was left over by the rocks that he'd, like, pulled out the ground. or That's potentially. Weird. It's a bit weird. I didn't really, like, go, I didn't need to go too much into that, but there That's was some fuckery with red yeah, Kool-Aid. Yeah, like, wh- why... Why do that? Just a kid fucking about. Well, or or was it because he was a complete mad psycho, an aspiring serial killer? Because he also arranged his body. He put um, he put him in a pose. He uh, he took his shoes off. He put his left trainer by his right hand, and he put his right trainer by his his left hand. So this is particularly disturbing because this got like um, he's displaying like a weird sort of you know killer element, some sort of you know mm. I'm positioning the body. And the police were so convinced it was an adult. They were like, there's, there's a dangerous adult child killer yeah, on the loose um, yeah. positioning murdered children's bodies in strange shapes. This is fucking, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Awful. Actually, that seems like an action of an uh, of someone that yeah, knows what they're doing. Something going on. Yeah. So Derek's mum, she arrived at the camp in the afternoon to pick him up. And, uh, and they were like, um, whoa, she's not here. 
no, he's, he's, he didn't turn up this morning. They were like, fuck, he's been missing for hours and hours and hours. It's like he's been, it's not been he's 10, not, he's, he's been gone. How long has he been gone? Yeah. Fuck, panic stations. So a massive, like, low, I mean, you must imagine what you're, how hor- horrific that would feel. That you, did, you, he, did, he attempt to, did you just leave it like they didn't attempt to bury it or just no, left just it in left that kind of like him. yeah yeah in that kind of he just left him as a kid he satanistic positioning yeah. whatever he did well a massive local search started immediately and Derek's body was found was basically straight away like, like five a, minutes get, from his fucking house a, well yeah yeah, yeah in yeah. the park like literally if, I think it was a few hours it took him to sort of comb his potential path and found out where he was and it's fucking I mean it's awful isn't it it's all it's just it's fuck, mate, because four days after the murder, whilst um, the killer is still at large, which we know is Eric, little Eric turned up at the police station. I was asking how he could help out with the search. Oh, really? S- you see what I mean? This boy is fucking he's going dangerous. Back to the fucking. He's that's da- why he's still in prison because he's, he's da- not. Yes. He's not. That's uh, not okay. He displays a lot of um, sort of psychopathic. Y- yeah, 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 yeah. Well, the police said he seemed to I- enjoy everything about the crime. He was almost obsessed with it. This, uh, this is them mm. speaking without them knowing. They said he was too involved, and to me, it reminds me a bit of a bit like Ian Huntley. You know, the uh, Hollywoods mm. and Jess- Jessica yeah, Chapman, yeah. the Sower murders. He was he was doing the same thing. He was giving like yeah, was interviews like, yeah, to Sky to the, TV. Yeah, he was on the news. He's like, yeah, like all along, along knowing that. In that house that he was stood in front of, yeah, because he was wasn't he the caretaker or something? Yeah, he was caretaker yeah, yeah. at the school. Yeah, he killed him in the house that he was standing outside giving the ho- yeah, international I mean. news, co- like yeah, yeah. like re- uh, interviews with the police with, with the, the bo- um, with the I, 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 fucking with crazy. The, the bodies were in the house, weren't they? Were no, they? No, 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 no. They killed, he killed him in the house, and then they were in like a ditch or something at that point potentially. Oh, okay. But he was also going to like he was doing f- just go and listen to our episode on it. That was yeah, fucked, yeah, yeah. fucked. So he's not. So Eric's not confessed at this point. He's just like he put, just wants to like be just, involved. Just putting himself in front of the police. Yeah, yeah. And I, I read this from uh, one police officer who uh, apparently repeatedly spoke to him. He said he he, to- he totally enjoyed it. He didn't want it to end. He said I had no idea the killer was sitting in front of me, and he was just looking straight at me, very upbeat, very happy, and he loved the fact that he was being talked to again, center of mm. attention. So I suspect they're probably thinking, what the fuck? Because he started to c- concern the police when his, um, his, his rage slipped out. I suppose he started oh, to like, intermittently like, explode. Intermittently exploded. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He basically went <laughs> in front of the coppers <laughs> and they were like, what the fuck? He was shaking his fists apparently. Uh, I don't know I don't know what the build up to this was, but at some point he was shaking his fists going, you, th- you think I've killed that boy, don't you? And the coppers are like, uh, well, we, no, we do now. We do now. We didn't before, but now, fuck. You <laughs> came here, mate, and you sat you yourself sat in there front of us <laughs> and you were doing this. Twat. And coinc- I say coincidentally, it's probably not n- not a coincidence, but when he was speaking to police, they uh like just helping out, you know, whatever, just a little boy trying to help out. They went and got him a glass of red Kool-Aid and the little freak just spazzed it. out, man, yeah, and just oh. threw it on the floor. And they were like, hmm, because they knew that red Kool-Aid was u- well, used or tampered was on at, was the, at the crime scene. scene. Although, they were surely, watching his how, did they, how did that Kool-Aid stay in a hole? I don't, well, it's, or did I, they I just read, test it? Because they're yeah. like, oh, there's been some residue red bottle, here. Red bottle. Yeah, because he would have just bottle. sunk into the ground, surely. Yeah, it's the bottle's still there, isn't it? Oh, right, so they okay. can see. So with more questioning, Eric, because like he's already chucked the fucking Kool-Aid on the floor or whatever, and the mm. couple's like, well, that's fucking weird. And he keeps mm. sitting here. And Eric, uh, he told them that he saw... Derek, right where his body was found, and uh, he also was able to describe uh, the lunchbox, which again is 
is very suspicious. I don't mm. think police are putting them details out. Things like that, they tend to... His his lunchbox had Mr. Man on the fucking yeah, front yeah, or whatever. Yeah. They don't do that, do they? No, they, that, just, yeah. they just throw out what they need to in order to get help from the public. And then police said to him, like, any chance you could take us to, uh, to where you last saw little Derek? And he took him right to the spot. And police said he fucking loved it. He said it was like a game. He was really excited. Mm. So he's not under arrest at this point. And he's not a really a flight risk because he's because he's so fucking young. Mm. He's just a little kid. So what they're doing is they're just monitoring and getting their evidence together. And by now, Eric's family uh, they're starting to think that he was hiding something potentially. And they even said, I got this from an interview that they said after this all went down. They said, in no way did we feel that he'd actually done it. We didn't think he'd committed a murder, but we knew he knew something. Maybe. Yeah. He saw something, and yeah, maybe the killer threatened, threatened yeah, him. Yeah. That's why he wasn't wasn't you know speaking or whatever. And as the days passed, Erica asked his parents, <laughs> "It's like it's typical, like we didn't kill him, you know what <laughs> we I mean?" Didn't do he it was a like, bad murder. He said, "How would the police react if he said how would the how would the police react if the killer was a child and what would happen to that boy?" And uh, the, and they were like, "What?" And then he was also like, "If I mean, let's just say for argument's sake that the killer." turned out to be me what would happen and they were like you'd be fucked you little dickhead and then he asked about dna he's like what's all this malarkey i hear about dna and, and can it be traced to me and they were like shit this isn't fucking good he's asking a lot of fucking yeah, weird yeah. questions for a kid he's been to the crime scene he's freaking he out he's exploded much. in front of the coppers he once, doesn't like, like Kool -Aid. the kool-aid <laughs> yeah and five days after derek's funeral um eric apparently he cracked whilst at home and he confessed to his family um and he said that he killed a toddler because of the rage from the bullies and he stuck the uh, the stick up his ass just to make sure that he was dead as you oh do. no, that's cover. He's covering. That's a cover story. Bollocks. Embarrassing for him. He's Bollocks. done something. And he was sent to prison forever. Uh, he's about to turn 40 now and he's routinely denied parole. I think at least 11 times. He's like, I'm oh, a good shit. boy. So this is the thing, right? When we were saying about the girl, Mary or whatever yeah. her name was, you know, is do you think she's she she is, you know, um, regrets what she did and, you know, feels like remorse and all that? Probably yes, because they let her go. This kid but clearly it's doesn't. It's two different countries as well. So this it's two guy. different sort of standards for. Um, yeah, I know, but what, this what guy. What is a rehabilitated murderer? This guy, though, he's like. Yeah, but he's. If they're denying him parole 11 times, he's clearly not showing in any way mm. that he's. That he's remorseful for what he did well it's not really surprising because he killed or that he's learned or that he's changed or any of those things well he killed a toddler he, he sort of you know essentially raped him with a stick sexually mutilated him and positioned his body in a weird way played with the police enjoyed taking them to the crimes and he did that when he was fucking 12 making up shit about being yeah. bullied because that i don't believe that for I, a second i do 100 percent. you believe that he cracked because he was bullied yeah look at his face I haven't done, I can't see his face. But when you see his face, yeah, I, I don't use him as the picture. You go, yeah, I can see yeah, him. Yeah, I can, right. And he I also looks a bit shifty. I understand that. They're, like can't but me. like to me, someone who's cracked from being bullied, like I said before, is like go on some mad, is a kid who's look, completely lost the plot, goes on some mad rampage, is kills he? a bunch of people in Not a school. Not necessarily a bunch. Kills the people that he feels that are cause you know causing him the the strife so the people at school and then kill then very likely kill themselves at the same time that this kid has picked on a child that is younger than him yeah, innocent well, yeah, like kid he's not have. he's not picking on the kids 
he's not gone in and shot a kid that's bullied him. He's fucking gone and picked a little baby. Just because you're bullied doesn't mean that you're going to kill someone in in a specific No, I know, way. but I, he I, did it the I, way he did I'm it. I'm not he saying that bullying didn't contribute to his madness, it but it was that. It was that 100%. I don't think, there is no other, other But I think this kid is fucking mentally unstable. Yes. Yes. So he's he's also enjo- getting got enjoyment from it which he's changes an, he's it. He's a mentally unstable not, child that was bullied. Yes, but he gets the the difference is that he's getting enjoyment from it. Yeah, he's enjoying it. what he did, and the kids who go and kill a load like twenty other child you know school children with a machine gun in in America say. Well, why that, America? Well, because they allow machine because the kids can get <laughs> hold of machine guns in America somehow, <laughs> and you know they go they go and like kill twenty other kids. Yes, they've killed a lot more people, but they're not necessarily enjoying it. They're doing it I through rage. They are. I think anyone. Well, he's doing it through rage. Is he though? Yeah, he I did. don't. I don't think uh, he just kept exploding. He did say though, like during like his eleven parole hearings or whatever over the years, because he's like forty odd now. He was like, he, he wrote a letter to the family saying, uh, if I could change and be me, I would. He said all the right things, but like it's still not. I don't yeah, like, fucking mm, trust you, mate. Not sure. You you you're did still, some weird shit. Yeah, you're still you're still gonna get locked up, mate. Sorry. So the, the last person that I want to talk about is a lad called Joshua Phillips. Joshua Earl Phillips for his forename. He was born on, uh, on March the 17th, 1984, and he committed murder in uh, on the 3rd of November, 1998, when he was 14. So he's slightly older. Um, so he's uh, let's say he's got a bit more strength behind him. Let's just say that. Um, he lived on a quiet street in uh, in Jacksonville in Florida, you know, playing with the normal kids after school, just all the fucking normal stuff that he doesn't, or he's, he's blagging it because he's not really a normal fucking person at all. Yeah. Um, and from what I could see throughout his short life outside of prison, uh, he experienced his dad being a, a domineering bastard. He had violent temper, routinely lashing out at his mom and at him. They beat him up and stuff like that. Hitting them. Pun- he punched through doors. His dad was on drugs. I think he was on crystal meth. Oh, so um, the, the worst kind of drug as, uh, with that. I suppose as a young, impressionable lad, this is quite scary seeing, course, seeing someone go into mad, crazy drug rage. But it's the norm. It's, this is what he sees all the time. He probably kind of just thought this is what happens in life. Just, mm. to, you know, but it's... Again, a shitty upbringing yeah. program in your operating system that we're loading you with is not fucking good. It needs to be formatted and started again. So this is huge news in Florida when it went down um, on the fifth of um, of uh, no, sorry, the third of November, nineteen ninety eight. Uh, a little girl called Maddie Clifton, who uh, who lived over the road from him, knew him, uh, went went missing. Uh, Maddie was eight, and she was last seen playing baseball. Apparently, the first sign I think was wrong was. Maddie's mom called for her to come in for like tea or whatever at uh, six o'clock dinner time, and she didn't turn up. So obviously, fuck, this is not yeah, good. Yeah, that's not good. Um, the Clifton family called the police within the hour. So I'm guessing they did like a quick fucking look ish- around, like shouting, "Where are you? You yeah, here? Come yeah. on! If you pu- if you fucking about, stop fucking about, because we are, you know we're gonna have to call the police." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like when because I'm sure like lots of kids just hide and like yeah. play games and shit and get. M- seem missing when they're not well it's this is before mobile phones now you just don't they have to be missing for 24 hours before they'll actually like start going yeah they're actually missing well, it seems a bit crazy that if a kid goes missing don't wait 24 hours probably should just like start but, looking then, but then i think there's a lot of like history of kids go missing and then and then they're found within the first 24 hours great that's the result they d- because they just like hid in their like den or something for a day 
So um, a massive search got underway, uh, and uh, I think they, they looked through the night. Neighbourhood volunteers, loads of people. I think 400 people joined in the search in total. They were putting up flyers. Joshua helped out in the search that night. He was even uh, handing out missing person flyers to people. Again, putting himself right in the thick of it, like little Eric. Mm. And I suppose Mary Bell, to some degree, being at the crime scene and fucking telling the police she did it. Um, and but days passed, and uh, no, nothing obviously was found. Uh, a fifty thousand pound reward was put up. Um, again, no takers, which is suspicious because, I mean, if she's been chopped in by like some weirdo, you you think that someone might. If someone knew something, you'd come forward. You, you've got to really like someone to not to mm. protect them for the cost of fifty grand. You know what I mean? You'd be yeah, like, fuck yeah, it, was yeah. that prick. Um, <laughs> fuck that prick. I want <laughs> fifty grand. Initially, the cops suspected a, a neighbour who had uh, committed like a sex offence or something like twenty years ago because he was like, let's have a look on the register. Oh, well, there's a paedophile next door. Okay, yeah. Uh, that, that that makes sense. It makes total sense. And he passed lie detector tests, had an alibi. It wasn't him. No fingers of doom there. That's no. totally legit. Uh, you know, a changed man, so to speak, whatever. Over the days... Was it a sex offence on a child or uh, was it just a sex offence? Fuck knows. Because you don't have to... Just because you're a sex offender doesn't mean you're a paedophile. I, know, I don't know. I just thought... I don't know. Fuck <laughs> knows. I didn't say his name. So, yeah, definitely was a paedophile. 100%. 100%. Because he's a mysterious, anonymous man. Say whatever you <laughs> and like. And he lives next door. <laughs> yeah. Um... The, the search party grew to thousands by this point, as it would, because you're like, where the fuck is it? I fucking hate that when you see that on the news and you're like, oh, the girl's gone missing the next day and then they're out and looking the two day. days later and, and three days day. later and you're like, fucking oh, hell, shit. she's in a bush. She's shit. not, yeah, you've not found her alive. You know, it's gonna, it's, it's getting good. unlikely. It's one of these tales, we've all seen that. That's yeah. an episode, that is. Um, the police actually called the search off after a week and they were like, well, look, she's gone. We're just going to continue the investigation and try and find out where she is. But it's not looking good, unfortunately. So a total of seven days has passed by now. And Josh's mother, she's gone though, this little Maddie, she's fucking, the police have thoroughly searched the area. Police and volunteers have combed the environment and the local area, nothing. Josh's mother, Melissa, she was at home cleaning up and she noticed some uh, some fluid stains at the bottom of, of Josh's waterbed and like a strange smell in his room. Oh no. And she's probably thinking it's too many like crusty wanking socks or rags <laughs> on the floor. You know what I mean? So she goes in and was like, what's oh, this fucking no. Katina? She's like, nah, that's mm. too much liquid and that smell is fucking putrid. I wonder what happened if I just quickly lift up the waterbed and have a look in the box area underneath. Oh my God, the there's a partially naked dead decomposing oh, no. girl. Jesus Fuck. Christ. He let he put it under a bed. It seems missing eight-year-old Maddie had been under Josh's bed for the, for the last seven days. Oh, shit. In Florida, where it's obviously nice and cold. I mean, I know it was November, but... Well, even then, it's still Fuck. warm there. So police were immediately called and arrested him at school, apparently. He didn't even get home. Um, and this is what he says happened. Can you happened. imagine being that mother? You yeah. You have to like, turn your own kid in. You've been sleeping in the house, man. Well, you fucked the kid at that point. I mean, it must well, be no, just... Well, no, no, because there's a lot of mothers out there that would that would cover for their kid. Like that family in India. Well, the family in India or <laughs> yeah. like the, uh, that, you know, when then we were talking about that little boy that went missing. Yeah, um, yeah. And his mom, you know, they gave him a fake boy. Well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <and> <laughs> yeah, yeah, imposter. <laughs> uh, but the 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 mother of the the actual murderer, the real murderer person, was just like covered the, covered for him. Shocking. Over and over again, she ended up going to prison because she covered for him. It's shocking, isn't it? It is. It's yeah, madness. Yeah, so, but I mean, she obviously had her wits about her and was like, "Fuck, my kid's a serial—not serial, but like a fucking mad person." So a I crazy need to. Person. 
I need to sort this out. <laughs> so according to Joshua, this is what went down that fateful day. He said Maddie came over wanting to play baseball or some shit and Josh had chores to do and he was like, look, I'm not coming out because I've got to wash the plates or paint the wall or whatever the mm. fuck he was supposed to do. But apparently nag- uh, Maddie just kept nagging. nagging. So, oh. it's, so it's her fault. It's her fault because she was uh, annoying. Because all children nag. Yeah. That's what children do. They like ask four million questions so, in twenty minutes. So he's like, "All right, we'll go outside and we'll play, but only for a few minutes." He said he agreed just to shut her up. But at some point, Maddie got injured. Apparently, she was a ball hit her in the head like a baseball just clobbered up massive oh. cut, according to forensics. But again, this is only Josh's word because nobody saw that. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. they've they've got this injury on her head which happened before death, which they think. But it doesn't necessarily mean that she got clonked on the head with a ball he might have just fucking hit her with a hammer for all we fucking know i mean surely they would surely they could figure out what kind of it was a big a big gash in the head that's what they said yeah but he said it was a a baseball and they were like okay baseball hammer would surely i'm not saying it was a hammer i'm just saying how do we know that how do we know that don't trust what this kid's saying true that why why he put her in water under his waterbed for a fucking week i know yeah and you're gonna believe and then slept on his bed fucking crazy isn't it uh, apparently uh, she was she was crying because of this baseball clonk on the head so he took her upstairs to his bedroom as you do it's a standard move for a, a child injury whenever a child grazes their knee around me i'm like right up let's to my up bedroom to, up to my bedroom come <laughs> on let's go <laughs> let's sort that out that'll make you feel better <laughs> so uh, apparently she carried on crying and, and josh got a bit nervous because he said his dad was going to come home at any minute and, and his dad was a Dick. Yeah, and he said he was frightened he was going to go mad because he's not supposed to have anybody in the house when his parents right. aren't in. His dad did say that, yeah, I do, I did tell him that. So, but that doesn't excuse what he did. So, uh, to well, sh- also, you fucking drunken abuser, you should be in prison. Well, t- so to shut her up in case her dad, even though he's not in at this point, this is what Josh said. He said he, he strangled her with a phone cord for fifteen minutes, right? And I guess he what? gave up because uh, he ended up smashing her head in with a baseball bat. And when she went quiet. He stabbed her a few times with his pen knife and then stuffed her under his waterbed. Um, and what's mad about this is his dad came home from work and sat on the bed talking to him. Said he was fucking totally normal. There was a, you know, a girl under the, under, under the, the fucking. fucking bed. <laughs> it's mental. Apparently they both left the room, do whatever, I know, make dinner. But Josh came back up to like an hour later. He heads back into his bedroom because he heard her moaning. <gasps> She's not dead. No, she was still alive. Fuck. So he dragged her out of the, uh, out oh of the box. Oh my God, area, this is horrible. Stabbed her 11 more times, killing her, and then just shoved it. I mean, the poor oh, girl. Oh, fuck. That was it. Me. She was underneath. That poor girl. So she's been. So, first of all, right, let's oh, just lay it out. She's had. She got hit on the head by a baseball. Let's just say that spits. That bit's true. Bizarro. Let's say that bit's true, right? Probably isn't, but let's say it is. And he then took her up. Stairs because she was crying, tried to strangle her with a co- uh, like a corded for, for a, ba- a boingy cord for fifteen minutes. Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. So then, so she's fighting. So she's fighting for fifteen. Oh no! Minutes. Then clubbed clubbed her on the head. Yeah. With a baseball bat, which probably knocked her out. Right. <sighs> then he stabbed. So she's thinking, okay. So then he stabs her with yep. a pen knife. So I'm guessing not very deep stabs. Just a pocket knife. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so then, then she then fucked her under the bed, thinking she's dead. This poor girl comes round, stabbed, bonked on the head twice. Strangled. Strangled for 15 minutes. Moaning, <laughs> going, oh, fuck, I feel like shit. Gets dragged out and stabbed 11 more times. Well, the forens- And I'm guessing somewhere it, that actually will fuck her up this time. So, like, maybe the neck. Did it, does it say, did it say where, she, where he stabbed her? Or? Well, he did stab her in the neck. He stabbed her in loads of places. He, he was just like a fucking maniac. Yeah, lots of horrific that's, stuff. That's, that's well, the horrible. F- the forensics said that she... Um, 
that he, uh, the forensic said that he'd bashed her head in with a baseball bat. She suffered horrific stab wounds to the neck, and they determined the time of death uh, was. Well, I suppose they figured that out, and they said that she was she was still alive when she was put under under the beds, because confirming for the fact, yeah, so that that he had to drag her out and re yeah, redo. He did, couldn't do the the job. I mean, she's fucking fighting for sure. She, she was found. She was found naked from the waist down, and there wasn't any signs of oh uh, of sexual assault, as far as I could tell. But why though? Why naked from the waist down? Well, why does he just want to look? Because I'm going to look at a muff for a bit. I don't know. Maybe he's fourteen. He must have done to to naked her up from her waist down. He's like, I want to look at her muff. M- no, I mean, we, if he didn't, because she's, she's too little to have boobs. So what, what? What's weird is if she was there for seven days, you don't know when she was stripped naked. True. You might have like looked at. You, you just don't fucking know. Well, at some point, but he's, there was no. He's gone. I want to look at a, a lady bit. Yeah, at, at or the, a tiled at the lady mi- bit. At the very minimum. At the very minimum, because there was no. I didn't read. There may well have been, but I didn't obviously dive deep, deep into this shit. But there was no signs of you know, p- uh, post mortem sexual sexual yeah. tampering. So he just looked at her. Maybe he's got two of if he's stripped her off. <sighs> It's mad, isn't it? That, yeah, that he, one's horrible. Why he did what he did was a mystery. Is he still in prison? Uh, yes, yeah. Okay, good. He um, he, he had a short temper apparently, and and, and when they went through like his his because uh, oh, this was 1998, so you like your computers were around, internet. They figured he'd been watching violent porn on the internet. Yeah. Thirty minutes before he did what he did, so maybe that. Oh, was maybe a that's why factor. he was busy. And that's yeah. why he was getting annoyed at her for wanting him to come out. Yeah, he was just trying to have a wank. He was just trying to have a wank. Uh, prison for life, never to be released. And he was actually placed in an adult prison from the age of 15 and got on. Seems to be so. I think he knew to shut the fuck up around, yeah, <laughs> around him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah? Well, yeah, because, right, you're going into prison as a 15-year-old and you're going into prison with mad adults who are fucking mad as fuck. It's a bit fucking. Why did they put him in at fifteen? Are they just, are like just mad as fuck. So I can imagine you'd go in there, go. You would. You'd in that in that scenario, you are not in any way dominant. You're just like this little fucking weedly kid. It's fucking shocking, isn't it? Who who so happened to commit a horrific murder? I think I'll maybe looking because there's so many yeah, like course, child yeah. killers. I thought it's going to be a short list, but it's a ma- it's huge. I might pick what, like one mad one and just and then do just like do like a full yeah. blown. Researched yeah. episode on it, yeah. Because there's, there's stuff going on in the background. These kids aren't just doing that. I'm sure if you dig deep and spend, you know, put the oh time God, in, yeah, yeah, you'll, yeah. You'll, you'll find... You'll find loads of shit. I mean, yeah. you dig deep enough on any subject, even oh, if it yeah. seemingly doesn't have that much information on it yeah, surfa- yeah. at the surface level. You dig around, you find... You do find... Because I've many times done an episode and gone like, oh, shit, I don't know if I can find enough to fill yeah, you just need, yeah. an hour and a half. And then you're like... But then the more you dig and the more you like... It opens up. Look around. You, you find shit, man. And sometimes it takes you down paths that you didn't even know. You did, you're like, like well, this is, this is a bit on, random. Yeah. This is a bit bespoke. I'm going to I'm gonna carry on <laughs> down this road. <laughs> bespoke. So that's killer kids, if that's what that's I'm going to call the episode. killer kids. Sure. Um, please Kit. go and check out our... The top guys over at El Yucateco Hot Sauce. Yeah, man, um, they're they're wicked. Yeah, yeah, and I think we will do that multiple, multiple bottle. Yeah, giveaway, multiple bottle it? giveaway. I did do um no, I sort of I didn't give the, all the bottles away. I did like a snap kind of quick giveaway, like first past the post where I like lined up all the flavors, and so yeah, mm. I think that'd be cool to give away all of them, all of them. So. So someone at some lucky person out there can try all of the flavors, well, all the habanero flavors all yeah. at once. So get onto that. When you you see can that. make your well, you can make a five flavored 
cheese, cheese toast, pillars of cheese pillar of toasty heaven. heaven yeah. yeah, that that Rob <laughs> that Rob loves so much. Yeah. So someone's going to get a fucking top package next week. I love a big package, me. <laughs> um, and we've got a sticker selection to give away, and that's going to go to Return of Mike on Instagram for all of his uh, involvement. Return um, of Mike. Return of Mike. Yeah. yeah. Return of the Mike. And uh, please go and check out podbelly.com um, yep. and uh, do all the good stuff over there. And please support as well Retro Vague, who have kindly supplied us with the... Uh, with the crap loads of stuff to give away. The giveaway that yeah. Mark has, has won this week. Yeah, we've got loads of stuff, so loads and loads. And you can get at us on all our social media. Join RFE, Top Secret Classified, and enjoy the, uh, the, the crack we're having on there. Uh, you're missing out if you're not on that. Yeah, it's you're good. It's good out. fun. It's brilliant fun. Um, and if you hear this in time, uh, it'd be nice to see you in the group <laughs> chat, which is going on in about five hours or whatever. So uh, other than that, you got anything else to say? Um, um, no. Nope. Bye. Bye. <laughs>